Hello there. My name is Father John Harrison. I'm Rector Superior of St. John Newman Residence at Stella Maris in Timonium, Maryland. The parable in today's gospel passage is constructed with such masterly skill that not one phrase is wasted. Let's take a look at two characters in this parable. First, there is the rich man, usually called Dives, which is the Latin for rich. Every phrase adds something to the luxury in which he lived. He is clothed in purple and fine linen. That is the description of the robes of the high priest, and such robes cost anything from 30 pounds to 40 pounds, an immense sum in days when a working man's wage was only about four cents a day. He feasted in luxury every day. The word used for feasting is the word that is used for a gourmet feeding on exotic and costly dishes. He did this every day. In so doing, he definitely and positively broke the fourth commandment. That commandment not only forbids work on the Sabbath, it also says six days you shall labor. In a country where the common people are fortunate if they ate meat once a week and where they toiled for six days of the week, Dives is a figure of indolent self-indulgence. Lazarus was waiting for the crumbs that fell from Dives' table. In that time, there was no knives, forks, or napkins. Food was eaten with the hands, and in very wealthy houses, the hands were cleansed by wiping them on hunks of bread, which were then thrown aside. That is what Lazarus was waiting for. Second, there is Lazarus. Strangely enough, Lazarus is the only character in any of the parables who is given a name. The name is Latinized form of Eliezer and means God is my help. He was a beggar. He was covered with ulcerated sores and so helpless that he could not even ward off the street dogs which pestered him. Such is the scene in this world. Then abruptly it changes to the next and there Lazarus is in glory and Divas is in torment. So what was the sin of Divas? He had not ordered Lazarus to be uh, removed from his gate. He had made no objections to his receiving the bread that was flung away from his table. He did not kick him in the passing. He did not deliberately be cruel to him. The sin of Divas was that he never noticed Lazarus, that he accepted him as part of the landscape and simply thought it perfectly natural and inevitable that Lazarus should lie in pain and hunger while he wallowed in luxury. As someone said, it was not what Divas did that got him into jail, it was what he did not do that got him into hell. The sin of Divas was that he could look on the world's suffering and need and feel no answering sword of grief and pity pierce his heart. He looked at a fellow man, hungry and in pain, and did nothing about it. His was the punishment of a man who never noticed.
It seems hard that the, his request that his brothers should be warned and it was refused. But it was plain fact that if people possessed the truth of God's word, and if when it, wherever they look there is sorrow to be com comforted, need to be supplied, pain to be relieved, and it moves them to no feeling and no action, nothing will ever change them. It is a terrible warning that the sin of Divas was not that he did anything wrong, but that he did absolutely nothing. Let this be our lesson for today. Look around us. Help wherever we can. At least notice a suffering brother and sister and try to do something about it. That's our message for today. May God bless you and have a great day.